Well, hey there. Welcome to another episode of Generation on a Mission. Before we get started, I want to remind you that starting tomorrow, Monday, February 21st, every day in my Facebook group, I will be sharing out midline activities for you and your little ones to do. But I will also be teaching you how to tie in learning activities with these midline activities. So when I say midline, I'm talking about how to cross it and the importance of it, which we talked about in the last episode. But these activities are going to be super simple. They're going to be short. They're not going to be a lot of work for you. So no worries there. But I do want to say they will take practice for your little ones to accomplish. So it will take some work to get them used to doing them. But once they're able to do them independently, you can have them do it while you're not there, which is perfect. So you'll want to be a part of it because it helps build those brain muscles, including coordination, fine motor skills, gross motor skills, balance, building connections. It helps with it all. So you'll want to be a part of it. I can't wait for you to join us and I hope to see you there if you're not already a part of the group. So with that being said, let's move on to today's episode, shall we? Today, we are answering the age-old question of how can I expect my kids to be godly children when we are not being godly ourselves? We are going to dive into that question and how to answer that question so that way we can make sure that we are being the godly examples for our kiddos so that they can in turn be godly humans themselves. So that's what we're going to dive into today's episode. I can't wait. Let's get pumped up. Hey there, mama. If you want to raise empowered kids who actually listen while parenting biblically, you're in the right place. Not only does this podcast help you strengthen their spiritual gifts and walk in purpose at a young age, but it also teaches you how to parent with intention. Welcome to the Generation on a Mission podcast, where we focus on fostering our children's leadership skills so they can become world changers. Hi. I'm Michelle Schaff, former classroom educator turned parent educator, blogger, and podcaster, all while changing dirty diapers, drinking lukewarm coffee, and leaning on Jesus. Grab your headphones, whip out the tata, and start feeding your baby. We've got some learning to do. Okay, so the other day I was doing a meditation through the Abide app, which I definitely recommend if you're looking to grow yourself as a human or as a parent. And the devotional asked a great question that has been weighing heavily on me and getting my wheels spinning over the past few days. And the question was, are we expecting our kids to be godly children when we aren't being godly ourselves? Whoa, that just hit me like a ton of bricks. I mean, I've heard the saying, My kids woke up one day and I realized that they were just little versions of me. And I thought to myself, oh my, that's a scary thought. But okay, I'm not sure if that's exactly how the saying goes. But my point is, if we think about it, would we be happy, proud, or even satisfied if our kids turned out to be little versions of ourselves? I always think about that song, Cats in the Cradle, or whatever that song is called, about how the boy grew up like me and he never made time for his family. And I don't want that to be me, right? And I know I'm sure you don't want that to be you either. So what do we do? So like, have you ever noticed how slowly little ones start to become more sarcastic or maybe they complain a little too much and they're never appreciative or they become snippy or have a hot temper when they get upset? Okay, obviously with life, your little one will go through phases, which is 100% normal, but there comes a time when you might realize that your little one is just a mini version of you. And where did they pick that up from? You. (laughs) And why is that? Well, because most of our behaviors are learned. That's why you hear that phrase, oh, I'm just picking up on my spouse's habits because it's learned. You're exposed to it. The more you are exposed to it, the more you pick up on it, right? So it's learned through what they're seeing going on 
around them. And I personally experience this when I see my one-year-old screaming, running away and hitting something when he gets angry. And why does he do that? Well, because that's what his big brother does sometimes. Behaviors are learned and I try to remind my three-year-old of that on a daily basis. It doesn't always sink in. I know it's there, but it doesn't always get applied rather when he is upset. So here's my problem and perhaps it's yours too. I so badly want my kids to succeed and be driven to be their best. And I want them to be drawn to Christ and I want them to stand out around others because of their actions. And I want them to be godly kids, but the kicker is I don't know how to do that. And sometimes I push it too much and I'll be the first one to admit that reluctantly. (laughs) I do know though that I don't want to wake up one day and say, yikes, my kids are just smaller versions of me and that scares me. But if they are like me, I want to be proud of that fact. But even more so, what I really want is to wake up and say, my kids are better versions of me because they are more like God and they are just striving to be better every single day because I model that for them. But again, how do I do that? It is so hard. So one, I can't do it alone. I found that it takes a whole lot of God and a whole lot of me putting that into action, which takes so much work and effort. Please tell me I'm not alone in thinking that. Tell me you're thinking that too because I don't wanna be crazy, right? (laughs) So I'm gonna get real for you for a second. This is all stuff you know, I'm sure, you know? It's hard being a mom. It's hard being a good intentional mom. It's hard being a Christian. It's hard to learn how to deal with the constant things that go on in your life and maintain patience when you're running the show most of the time and adversity is just coming at you in several directions. It's hard to make changes when you don't know where or how to start and when you're constantly praying for directions and seeking God asking him to help you be a better parent and you're left feeling like he's not answering the call because you just wake up and you're in the same rut every day yelling at your kids, right? But we can't just wake up and run through the same ropes every day being complacent and just hoping things turn out for the best or just feeling sorry for ourselves because we're in this tough hole that we don't know how to get out of. We don't know how to change and I don't know what to do so I'm just gonna sit here and and pity party myself basically, right? We don't want that to happen to ourselves. We have to realize at some point that we need to make changes. We need to make changes in our words, in our values, changes in our behavior, and even in our mindset and beliefs about ourselves. And we also need to make changes in the expectations we have for ourselves and for our kids. We cannot, cannot expect to raise godly children if all we are doing is complaining, nagging, judging others, being selfish, or if we are constantly seeking out and going after things that we want. And I'm not talking like in an ambitious sort of way but more like, oh, I want a bigger this or more of that. Like I'm never satisfied because that's what we think will make us happy. We can't expect to raise godly children if we aren't willing to help people, even when it inconveniences us. Pick up trash when we see it on the ground, even though we're feeling lazy. If we aren't willing to do things without grumbling or go out of our way to be kind to our neighbors or figure out how to communicate appropriately with our spouses and our kids, even though it takes effort when they are frustrating us, it takes research, it takes time, it takes work to keep improving yourselves. But we have to make these changes in ourselves if we want to see changes in our kids. And that's the bottom line, right? And here's what I'm going to say. It's okay to not know how to do that. But we have to keep seeking in the process. We have to constantly keep asking ourselves, what about this situation can I do better next time? Does this expectation for my kids align with the expectation I have for myself? And oh my goodness, is that a big one? For sure, yes, it is. It's hard. 
And here's the thing. It's hard not to yell at your kids sometimes because they take the longest and they're just adamantly opposed to using any strategy you've taught them when they're upset. And they're just saying that they don't like you when all you did was ask them to go to the bathroom. How could they? It's hard to hear that. It's hard to be the the receptacle of their negative comments sometimes and they're yelling in their anger. But that's just what being a parent is sometimes, right? It is hard. But the most important thing is that we have to keep asking ourselves why. And like I said, sometimes it's phases. It is. And we can't control that. But sometimes it's because of what we are modeling. So here's an example. Here's a question you might ask yourself with why. Why are they doing this? Why does my child just give up so easily? We have to reflect and ask if they just haven't figured it out yet, how to be persistent or how to be determined or Is that something that I'm modeling as a parent? Do I just give up when things get hard? And I actually noticed that the other day when I couldn't open a jar. The words, I can't open this, just came out of my mouth and I passed it along to my husband. And what I had to realize was, okay, I just caught myself saying I can't and I gave it to my husband. And what do I do when my child says he can't do something? I say, just keep trying. So I had to stop myself and say, you know what? I'm going to keep trying because that's what I tell my kiddo or I need to rephrase the fact that I can't do it and just say, I haven't figured out how to open this right now. Can you please help me? I've tried. I've tried this. I've tried that. Can you please help me open it? And sometimes we need help and that's okay. But I have to figure out that if I want my kid not to say I can't when he just wants to give up, then I need to practice what I preach. And the bottom line is, again, that we just have to keep seeking and asking why things are the way they are. And if it's not a phase and if we're not satisfied, we need to constantly reflect on how we are modeling those expectations for our kids. And that is just a hard thing to do. So now for the how, how do we move forward with that? Seeking how to better yourself so you can be better for your kids. Well, for one, we have to continue to strive to be that godly model for them. But we also need to not be afraid to ask for help. We need to dive into the Bible daily and seek out verses for anger or for patience or for parenting or loving enemies when you don't want to. And then find devotionals to help you. Connect with people who are going through the same thing. But most importantly, don't be afraid to cry out to God when you're feeling like you don't know how to move forward. And please don't be afraid to seek out the wisdom of others when it's beyond what you feel like you can do for yourself. And sometimes his help comes from other people. And I don't want you to forget that. I, for one, am a living example of this, especially currently. I need help too. And recently I made the decision to go to counseling because there were so many things going on in my brain that have just been too much for me to handle. And I felt like I can't do this anymore on my own, God. I, I'm trying to ask for help and I just can't figure it out. I need help and I'm, I'm going to seek out additional help because I can't do this on my own. And I'm not feeling you right now. I am not feeling how you're going to help me get through this. So I decided to go to counseling. And like I said, I see what I need to do every day when I read the Bible, but I haven't figured out how to put it into action. And I've been praying and I've been meditating and nothing has been changing and I've read resources, I'm doing mom devotionals, but there are these moments when I'm just not able to be my best, especially when it comes to like patience. And I came to the realization that this is beyond me. I I just have too much going on in my mind and I need to sort it all out so I can be the best for my kids. I had to learn that it was okay to seek help for myself when it comes to being the best Christian, the best human and the best mom that I can be before I ever learn to help my kids to do the same thing. And for me, that meant starting counseling and that's okay. 
But what I've also been able to learn is that it's okay to not be perfect because I put way, way, way too much pressure on myself to just be the best for everyone around me. Being able to handle every situation perfectly. And maybe that's why parenting is so hard sometimes. I don't know. Because we expect to know how to do everything and we wake up every day thinking that, yes, we're going to have a good handle on the day. And then we lose it like at eight o'clock in the morning. And then the whole day is just blown to pieces, right? But there comes a point in our lives when we have to ask ourselves, are the things the way they are because of my kids behaviors and it's just what they're going through or is it because of the way I am setting the day up and handling the situations and if it falls on me then what can I do to make it better for my family and for myself and for starters we can reflect and we can give it up to God and seek help and resources if need be and remember there is absolutely no shame in that so I did want to share some expectations that we might have in place for our kids and questions to ask ourselves if we hold up to those same expectations and then a strategy and how to commit to making a change. So here are some expectations that we have in place for my kiddos and questions to ask myself on if whether or not I'm living up to those expectations. So here are those expectations. Speak kindly to one another and about one another. Okay, do I speak kindly about others myself? Even if I'm talking about someone I may not like or someone who I've never met or someone who's just not in the same room as me, make an effort to say only positive things about people who might be different or have different beliefs than you or hold off on judgmental comments even if they are just meant to be funny. Another expectation, yelling does not solve problems when we're angry. (laughs) Don't yell when you're angry, right? Well, how do I handle situations when I'm angry? Do I yell at my kids when I get angry? Sometimes. So let's make an effort to take deep breaths before you get upset at your kids and look at the situation from their perspective first and then decide how you should move forward. Using manners. Use your manners. Say please and thank you. Ask politely. But I have to ask myself, how do I ask for things that I want? Am I asking my kids to do the things in the same way that I expect them to ask me? Make it a point to use manners when you're wanting things or when you want them to do something, right? That shows that you're willing to do what you expect them to do. Use positive self-talk when you make a mistake. That's a big one. So what do I do when I feel bad about myself? Do I put myself down or think the whole day is ruined when something doesn't go my way? Mm -hmm. Sometimes I do and that's hard. So we need to make it a point to find the good in situations and just try to stay positive and just tell yourself over and over again, here's what's positive about this situation. I made a mistake, but I am still a good mom. I made a mistake, but this day is not ruined. We just have to try to stay positive when those mistakes happen and when we're not perfect. And remind ourselves, it's okay to not be perfect. Don't say I can't do it. (laughs) Just like I was mentioning previously. Do I ever say that I can't do something and then hand the job off to my husband? Yep, sure do. So before you think you just can't do something, make it a point to do some research or figure out how to get it done. And if you can't, ask someone to show you how to do it. So that way you can do it next time, right? Okay, when you're upset, pray about it. We talk about that all the time with our kids. If you're feeling upset, take it to God. But when I'm mad or upset, how quickly do I pray about those things that are making me angry before I act hastily? So we just need to remember to try our best to model prayer when we're upset. Hang a sign somewhere around your house that says, pray, 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 just pray, right? Okay, do things without complaining. 
that's a big one too. Do I ever complain when I have to do a chore, especially when it comes to cleaning dog poop off my kids' shoes? That's a hard one not to complain about, but do I do it? Yep, sometimes I complain. We can make it a point to appreciate why we're doing the chores in the first place. I got to play outside with my kids and that was a lot of fun, so I should be grateful, right? Last one, focus on what's in your circle of control. Oh, yes, that's a big one. How am I accepting things that I cannot change? The answer to that is not very well. So how can I shift that and model that better for my kids? Well, I can try to focus on the fact that I can only control how I respond. And if I'm not sure how to respond, I can take some time to just be present in the moment, acknowledge my feelings, and then talk to someone who can help me through it. And then I can offer that same support to my kids as well. So those are all examples of questions that we might need to ask ourselves and see if there is room for improvement on our end. We can't expect our kids to do better if we're not willing to make changes in ourselves first. And if we don't know how to do that, that's when we seek out ways to continue to better ourselves as humans. Whether it's through counseling, whether it's through meditating, whether it's through talking to someone, whether it's through praying, whether it's through devotionals. We need to constantly seek out ways to figure out how to be better. And here's just a little side note that I was thinking about. I feel like there just comes to a point in time where we have to realize that parenting is like kind of a control thing, don't you think? And what do I mean by that? Well, once we realize that we can't control how our kids respond or what our kids are going to do and that we can only control how we respond and shift that mindset as to how we are modeling those behaviors, I think parenting becomes a bit easier to manage because they are what they see you doing. And the more you act patiently, the more patient they will be, the more you don't yell, the more they won't yell back. The more you pick up trash, the more they will clean up after themselves. Like the more they see, the more they do. They see us doing it and they will be more likely to do it themselves. So now the tougher part, in my opinion, is learning how to change ourselves. And like I said, it involves giving it up to God as does parenting. And sometimes God sends you people through your church and sometimes he sends you to counseling and that's okay. But we have to realize we can't help our kids be their best if we aren't willing to find help being our best. We have to get rest too and we have to give ourselves grace and we have to know that it's okay to not be perfect. I don't want my kids to yell at others and I want them to treat others with kindness and respect and I want my kids to love and appreciate God's word. And my hope and prayer for them every day is that they learn to lead others to Christ. But man, if I'm not doing that same thing, then they aren't going to know how to do that, which is why modeling is so important, which is why constantly improving every day is so important. We have to constantly remember that we are growing alongside our kids, but we cannot hold our kids to higher expectations than we hold for ourselves. And it's okay to have high expectations for our kids. Realistic though, keep that in mind. But we also have to remember that we need to keep growing and developing ourselves at the same time. And like I mentioned before, parenting is all about rebranding ourselves every day and doing what we can to make changes in ourselves so that way we can be the best for our kids. We just have to work at the how and the rest will fall into place. So let's make an extra effort this week to reflect on the expectations we have for our kids and ask ourselves if we are doing our part with modeling those same expectations. But more importantly, try to catch yourself before you expect your child to do something that you're not even doing yourself. But on the flip side of that, I also want you to make sure you're offering yourself grace when you don't hold up to that expectation. It's a learning process and I'm learning that myself. Just keep at it and your little ones will pick up on the fact that you're trying to be a better version of yourself and they will be just as inclined to do the same. All right, 
that's all from me. I hope you have a truly blessed week. And I thank you so, so much for listening. And I hope this episode blessed you in some sort of fashion. And if it did, I would love to hear about it. Please leave a review if you feel so inclined. I would greatly appreciate that. And we will see you next week. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Real quick before you go, if today's episode made you laugh, learn, or love your littles a little more, please head on over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a written review for the Generation on a Mission podcast. If you're needing simple ideas to boost learning for your kiddo, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Michelle Shaw, S-C-H-A-U-F, or join our Facebook page at Generation on a Mission. See you next time.